tonight we're going to begin with Isaiah 50, with Isaiah 55. I'm having computer problems, y'all. Just give me a second here. We'll be all right. Isaiah 55 and verses 8 and 9. And these are some maybe familiar verses to some of you. And I think they're really uh, awesome because they, they tell us something that's so profound about the Lord that we all ought to know. But verses 8 and 9 of Isaiah 55, he says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as high as the heavens or excuse me, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I want to tell you, his thoughts are so far beyond us what we can even possibly imagine because he knows absolutely everything. Isn't it amazing that he knows what every single person in this room is thinking right now? But he knows what every single person on this planet is thinking right now. And he knows the past and everything that has ever happened. And he knows the future and everything that ever will happen. And, you know, I just, I just want to throw this out here that we just need to have this awe of the amazing majesty of his knowledge. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. And in the same way, his ways are higher than ours, so far beyond us. I want you to know, though, there are many of his ways that we do learn about. You know, as you know the Lord and as you walk with the Lord, you learn his ways. We talked about this just this past Sunday where Jesus says, learn from me. I am gentle and lowly in heart. We're supposed to be learning from him how to be more like him. Amen. He's the firstborn among many brethren, and we're supposed to be being conformed into the image of Jesus. And when we see him, we will be like him. But I'm just telling you, though we don't know his thoughts and though we can't know all of his ways, we can be learning his ways. You know, when he says his ways are not our ways, I want you to understand he's especially talking about that natural man, that sinful man. Back to verse 7, you know, a lot of times we just read those two verses. It's one of those passages where we just kind of pick out those two verses. Well, I want to back up a verse. He says, let the wicked forsake his way. The wicked has a way. He says, let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man, his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God and he will abundantly pardon. See, when we do things our way, it's unrighteous. It's wicked. Some boast and say, right? They say, I did it my way. But my way is the wrong way. How much better it is to choose his way. We've all heard that phrase, it's my way or the highway. Any of you like that? It's my way or the highway? Well, I want to tell you, it's always my way or the highway because the highway is his way. And we need to not do it our way. We need to learn to do it God's way. You got to learn to do it. You got to choose to do it God's way. You know, 
when the Bible speaks of God's ways or our ways, it's about what we do, but more accurately, it is the way that we do things. It's how we do things, the way we do things. Yeah, it's about what we do, but it's not just what we do. It's the way that we do things. We need to realize that, you know, in this life, it's much more, life is much more about not just what we accomplish. You know, and in our culture, it's very uh, driven that way that it's, it's all about what, you know, get her done. It's all about what we accomplish. It's all about where we end up, you know, who ends up with the, with the most toys or whatever, you know. But here's the thing. With him, it's never just about the end, the destination. That's See, some believers have this mindset that, it, well, it's only about the destination. Oh, no, no, no. It is all about the journey. It is the way that we get there. And it's the way that we conduct ourselves, the way that we live through this life along the way. It's about the journey, I'm telling you. We got to learn his way. And you know, when you learn his way, you end up where you're supposed to be. Always. So you got to choose his way. Matthew 7, 13 and 14. Some of the unpopular teachings of Jesus. One of the many, by the way. Uh, I find that most Christians don't really like most of the teachings of Jesus. They just like a few. But I like them all because they all bring life and freedom and victory. Jesus says, enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and there are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult the way which leads to life and there's few who find it. I actually believe these words. The way is narrow and it ain't easy. It's difficult. I want you to know that is not what's being preached across our land. It's like we got we to soft sell. We got you know, to make it palatable to people somehow. We got to you know, sell Jesus, get it, get it worked down to where, you know, this is, this is easy. No, 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 no. That's not what our Savior taught. He said it's narrow. It's not broad. We say, you know, we... We trash the world over this, but really and truly, I think shame on Christians who act like the way is broad. No, it's narrow. His way is narrow. And I want to tell you something. It's difficult and it's so worth it. See, the world says there's many ways, you know, to each his own, but there's only one right way. Man's way always leads to destruction. His way leads to life. You know, and that's certainly true of eternity, but it's also true in so much of life. If we do things man's way, it's going to lead to trouble, to destruction. We do things his way, it's going to lead to life. See, the world says there's lots of ways, and so do a lot of Christians. But there's really his way, and then there's everything else. So... We want to learn his ways. You know, and almost everything in life, just to kind of make this simple, you know, almost everything in life, there's a right way to do something. 
And you know, I know sometimes there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, I know. But a lot of life shouldn't be learned by trial and error. You know, there's a lot of skills and trades that if you learn how to do it, it's easier and you do a better job. I mean, you don't want to learn how to be an electrician by trial and error. You know what I'm saying? That's painful. But it's not just that. I mean, you know, there's, it's not really a good idea to learn how to do ministry by trial and error. I mean, I confess that we do some of that. Sometimes, sometimes we try and we figure out we were in error. You know what I'm saying? And, and we try again because we're human. But, but I'm just saying that it's not really the best way. In fact, I know a pastor that uh, he wrote a book about his first church that he pastored uh, because he destroyed it, as in it's not there anymore. Literally gone. They closed the doors forever. And uh, now he pastors a very successful church now and has for many, many years. But he, he wrote a book about it and, you know, he learned what not to do and he tries to help other pastors not make the same kinds of mistakes. But, but I'm just telling you, it, whatever we do in life, we don't want to just find our way with trial and error, you know. I mean, you don't want to do marriage trial and error. As I said, we're all, none of us is perfect. We all are kind of learning as we go. And, and, you know, but, you know, you don't want to raise your kids trial and error. Well, we messed this one up. We'll get another shot with this one. <laughs> That's, but what I want to say to you is that his way always works. If we just learn his ways, that's the way to life. And, you know, his way, as I said, it's not necessarily the easy way. Narrow is the way, difficult, but it's the way that pays off down the road. Proverbs 12, 15 says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. The way of the fool is right in his own eyes. You ever tried to tell somebody they're going the wrong way and they just wouldn't listen? I mean, that's one of the most frustrating things about being a pastor is that sometimes you, you try to tell somebody and, and so often they're like, I know what I'm doing. And it's like watching a train wreck in slow motion. But, you know, when it comes to those kinds of situations, oh, if we would just learn his way and what he wants, see, Here's another one, Proverbs 14, 12. There's a way. It's all about the way. His way and every other way. There is a way that seems right to a man. Seems right. You know, that's the problem. It always seems right. You know, we think, yeah, this is right. This is right. There's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. And that's always the problem with our way. In some way, it doesn't turn out right. We've all been there sometime. But the word way in the scripture, and if you know, when you read the Bible, you actually see this word in here over and over and over. But it, it literally means path, but it's referring to the course of your life. But more importantly, it's talking about the way that you do things how you go about things. Jesus, again, he says, narrow is the way. It's difficult. 
but Proverbs 13, 15 says, the way of the unfaithful or the transgressor is hard. And here's the thing. You see, the way of the transgressor, it might seem easy. It might look good. And for a while, maybe it seems like it's going well, but I'm telling you, eventually it's going to end in hardship and heartache. That's the way it goes. And isn't it amazing how when it, when it all blows up, then people want to say, I don't know why God did this to me. You chose that way. His way is the way that leads to life. It ain't easy, but it leads to life. It'll lead you to all kinds of blessing, all kinds of victory in your life, and goodness and mercy following you. See, when we go his way, it always ends well. So much better. Psalm 18 and 30 says, As for God, his way is perfect. Yes, it is. His way, it refers to who he is, how he is, the way he does things. And we need to know this, his way is always the right way, and we need to learn to seek his ways. In other words, we need to learn to, to, we need to try to learn to do like he would, to be like he is. You know, sometimes when you do that, it might be, uh, you know, it might look silly to the world. They don't understand because the wisdom of God is foolishness to the world. I mean, to be blessed financially, you give. And the world just says, that's stupid. It's all about get. And they run after it and chase after it and never satisfied. It's vexation of soul. I mean, Solomon had everything and yet he was still empty. And I'm just telling you that that way doesn't work, but God's way does. It's more blessed to give than to receive. That's what our Savior said. And it looks silly to the world, but that's his way. It's his way. It's the way he is. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And I want to tell you something. He sowed. He sowed a son, and he reaped a great harvest. Jesus is the firstborn among many brethren. He's got a whole lot of children now. Amen. Everybody that's born again. But, you know, we live in this crazy world where everybody's trying to get the best of others, and it's, it just seems to have become more and more the thing in our capitalistic system that, you know, if you can get the best of somebody else in a business deal, I want, I want to know you, some, you to know something. That's not his way. No, his way is to look on the needs of others. His way is to be concerned about, the, you know, other people's needs and other people's situation. His way is the humble way. Jesus told the disciples, he is great among you, must be your servant. The world's way is to exalt yourself, to toot your own horn. One time when I was really young in ministry, just been in ministry a couple of years, and an older saint told me, they said, you need to toot your own horn. If you don't toot your own horn, it won't get tooted. They were wrong, 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 wrong. 
Because I want you to know, when we humble ourselves, it is God who does the exalting. It is God who does the promoting. And you know what? That's true in ministry, but it's just true in life, period. Because you see, when we're humble before him, that's his way. That's his way. Our Savior came and he humbled himself. Jesus says in Matthew 23, 12, whoever exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted. And he models it. You know, he washes the feet of the disciples. And, you know, Jesus didn't come and exalt himself as king. In fact, when they tried to take him and make him their king, he refused. He, he left them. He wouldn't have it. Philippians 2, 5 through 9, he says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and he became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. You see, this is the mind, the attitude that we're supposed to have that was in Christ Jesus. Even though it wasn't robbery for him to be equal with God, he made himself a servant, he humbled himself. I mean, he was God and he humbled himself and became a servant, obedient unto death. And then the Father has highly exalted him, given him a name that's above every name. See, what if we just trusted the Lord to do the promoting, the lifting up? I mean, that's his way. It, we just learn to trust him and do things his way and he takes care of it. See, we got to lay aside all those attitudes of man and doing things man's way. Man's way is self-promoting, self-seeking, and God's way is seeking the good of others. It's lifting others up. His way is always the way of faith. That's the way the worlds came into being is he spoke them into being. It's by faith, we understand that the worlds were created by his word. And God always works through faith. He always requires faith of us. And anything that we do, we're supposed to live by faith. That's his way. And it may not make sense, but that's the way we're supposed to live because that's the way he is. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. That's his way. And it needs to be our way, man's way, see it, and then I'll believe it. Man's way is to just walk by sight, but his way is always the way of faith. It takes faith and trust in God to do things his way, no matter what you're talking about. Anytime, you see, this is a huge issue with obedience. Remember the old song, Trust and Obey? You see, it takes faith and trust if we're going to obey the word of God, you know, talked about giving a few moments ago. That has everything to do with faith and trust. 
Because if you don't really have faith that God will keep his word, well, we sang that one tonight, didn't we? Then, then it's hard to do that. But there's so many things. It's hard if you don't really believe. But if we believe, you see, that's just his way. The children of Israel didn't enter the promised land, but wandered in the wilderness for 40 years because they hardened their hearts with unbelief. They didn't believe. God had told them what he would do, but they wouldn't go in because of fear and unbelief. In Psalm 95 and 10, it says, For 40 years I was grieved with that generation and said, It is a people who go astray in their hearts. They do not know my ways. How sad is that? They don't know my ways. And they chose not to trust him. And they didn't obey him. Trust. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. In all your ways acknowledge him. That doesn't mean, you know, that you just stamp the name of Jesus on what you're doing. No, it means that you trust him and you yield to him. You allow him to direct your paths. He will direct your paths. But I want you to get this. When he directs your paths, it's not just, should I buy this car or not? No, when he directs your paths, it's, it's how you conduct yourself when you do business. It's much more than just about the end game. It's about how we do it. We got to learn his ways. I want you to understand it certainly means, yes, he'll direct your path in making a decision, but it also is how we do it. It's how, you know, it's how you handle your money. It's how you treat your spouse. It's how you work at your job. It's how you treat your employees. It's the way you do things. See, the way you do things, how you do business is way more important than how much money you make. Well, that's what the Bible teaches. Proverbs 16, 8. Better is a little with righteousness than vast revenues without justice. Better to just have a little bit than a billion dollars that didn't come the right way. His way, his way is the way of love. 1 John 4, 11, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. That's his way. You know, part of the Christian life, it's, it's following Jesus. Jesus says, follow me. We're supposed to follow him. And what is that? See, as a disciple, <clears throat> we are learning his way of life. We're learning his way, his way of life. And his way, it's that way of love. Jesus said, John 13, 35, by this all men will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. Why? Why is that what shows them? Because love is his way. That's always the right way. 1 Corinthians 12, 31, it ends with, and yet I show you a more excellent way 
And then what is that more excellent way? The whole entire chapter of chapter 13 is about love. That is the more excellent way. That's his way. And you know, whenever we have difficulties with people, we can choose man's way, the low road, or we can choose his way, the high road. Amen. Matthew 5, 44 and 45, you know, it's easy for us to say, oh, love everybody. We just love everybody. We love the whole world. Amen. Praise God. Well, here's Jesus breaks it down for you. He says, tell you how to do it. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. This is how you love people that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. See, this is the way he is. He makes the sun rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. That's his way. He is loving and merciful and kind. And that's the way he wants us to be. I mean, when somebody wrongs you, man's way is to somehow want to get even. Man's way, at best, is just to cut them out of your life. Just don't have anything to do with them. But his way is to forgive. You know, we say things like, well, what they did ain't right. And two wrongs don't make a right. It's amazing how people think this way, you know, like if they did wrong first, then I get a freebie. I know some of you think that sounds good. <laughs> I know, I know it does sound good. But listen, here's the thing though. We don't get a freebie because when we repay evil, they sowed bad seed. But then when we repay evil, we're sowing bad seed. No, it's much better to go his way. His way. Love those that don't deserve it. You know, we need to ask ourselves that question. What would he do? What, what is his way in this situation? I really think that this message tonight would change us if we just started thinking this way and living this way, just wanting to do everything his way. What would Jesus do when that cashier can't get the change right that person's cutting over in your lane hmm. what would Jesus do what if we treated people the way we want to be treated instead of what they deserve I'm glad he doesn't treat me as my sins deserve see that's his way we should never treat people the way they deserve. We have to treat them better than they deserve. Amen. By the way, the merciful shall be shown mercy. Amen. I want to be like him. I want to go his way. It's just better. You, you got to choose his way. It leads to life. The other way always leads to trouble and heartache. You know, we just got to be teachable and learn his way. We got to really want that. You know, Moses knew him. He talked to him face to face 
as a man with his friend. And Psalm 103 verse 7 says this about Moses. It says, he made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. See, they saw his acts. They saw the deeds. They could see that with the natural eye. But what Moses saw was something supernatural. It was something revealed to him that he knew God's ways. And we can learn God's ways if we want to. Psalm 25, 8 and 9 says, Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he teaches sinners in the way. The humble, he guides in justice. And the humble, he teaches his way. Humble. It takes humility to learn his ways. I want to tell you, as long as we got pride in our heart, as long as we think we've got it, we don't you know, that our way, that we got it all right. I'm just telling you, we don't learn anything until we humble ourselves. He teaches the humble his ways. That's what it says. It's available to us, but we got to keep the pride out of our heart and be humble before the Lord. And here's a great prayer from Psalm 25, 4. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Not just which way but how you conduct yourself. And when we do that, I tell you, we can be successful in every area of life. Psalm 119 verse 15 says, I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. Meditate. You just think about the way the Lord is, the way that he deals with people, the way he treats us, the way, listen, I think about God's integrity, his character, that we, you know, we serve a God who cannot lie, that every word he speaks is true. And that's his way. That ought to be our way too. Our yes is our yes. Our no is our no. You know, nothing more is ever needed that we just, we say what we mean, that we, we speak the truth in love. You know, and one of the ways we can learn his ways is by meditating his word. Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. And I just want to mention here that it's easy to learn the ways of the world because they're all around us. And I'm just going to throw this in tonight. I'm, I'm not preaching against TV, but I, I got to throw this in. You know, you, you, you can even, you're learning the ways of the world when you're watching TV. And I just want to throw this in. Your kids are learning the ways of the world. And I want to tell you, you just need to be wise about some of that. And, you know, choose the right way. When we do that, we're blessed. There's joy, there's peace, there's goodness, mercy, blessings chasing you down. Choose to learn His ways. Here's what it says, though. It says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Now, I want you to understand something. You see, that we learn his ways by association. Jesus said, come unto me, and then he says, learn from me. Moses learned his ways because he met with God face to face as a man with his friend. 
You know, that works for the principle of association works for good or bad. Proverbs 12, 26 says, the righteous should fr- choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked will lead them astray. You see, so we know that, that that's true in the world, that if you hang out with the wrong kind of people, they're going to influence you. Well, I want to tell you something. The more that you hang out with Jesus, the more you learn his ways. You, you spend time in his word and you spend time in prayer, you spend time in his presence, you can learn his ways. And we'll close with this two verses from Psalm 139. It's a great prayer for us to end with tonight. Psalm 139, 23 and 24, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties, my anxious thoughts, and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Good prayer. But we just allow the Lord, allow the Holy Spirit to search our heart and to show us if there's some things, some ways in our life, some attitudes, some motives, or the way, you know, our conduct, some of the way that we do things that needs to change so we can learn His way. I want you to stand with me. We're going to pray.